Hi and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Okay, boys, now let's get into our second subject, uh, but uh, where's the wine? Let's talk first about what the wine. What are we doing? We're doing the wine, bef- we're doing the 2011 before the 2012, that can't be right. Uh, there, well, what are we doing? Well, well, it doesn't matter, mate, we'll do it. All right, we're doing mine. Doesn't mean you win because you go last. <laughs> oh, that's what your plan was. Uh-huh. No, well, the, we always do the oldest wine last, it's all right, I'll take one for the team again, not that I care. <laughs> It's not like I thought I was buying a white wine and ended up with a red. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 2011 from M. Chapiteur. We've had a white wine on here before from these guys. It's a French wine. This is a Caesaran, I think you pronounce it. It's from Hermitage, which is the same place the Grange Hermitage grapes come from. It's a 2011. I've been reliably informed it's like a Shiraz. And it is going to kick the ass out of the other two wines brought before yeah. us today. Yeah, but, that, but that's the um, actually a carbon copy of a, a Cizeran that I bought uh, a few months ago to our wine and wisdom. Not a chance. So uh, it's nothing else but just a copycat of Can't that Can't be a copycat. <laughs> and if it uh, was, you default because it's $145 <laughs> this bottle. Uh, well, so <laughs> so let, Crystal, <laughs> if you're listening. Well, that was, that was when we, we had no budget. All oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's get into it, man. <laughs> Top 2% of uh, wines in the world, this one, apparently, according to Vivino. God, I love Christmas. Uh, you have to see, you know, Hermitage is a very, very small um, flank on the uh, southern side in the uh, mid-region of France. And yet, it is reputed as producing the area that produced the best wine in the world. Wow. You see a uh, collection of Grange just sold for $438,000 or something No, stupid like that wow. two days ago. Broke the world record. Is it, is, is it uh, the stock that come from China? <laughs> 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 was a whole collection of Grange? It was. But it was uh, I'm going to get the years wrong, so I won't even try. But um, All right, let's uh, try this, boys. I think cheers, this yeah. is going to probably be the winner cheers. of... 2021. Oh dear. Oh boys in trouble. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, how nice is that? I've always been a red wine connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, it does beat mine. Very, very. Not quite nice. as uh, strong at the start as yours. Yeah, but that's Very probably smooth. probably the um, next class we will see a difference, mm. right? It's going to breathe while we um having a bit of a talk. Very good. All right, so what are we talking about now, Chris? We just touched on a little bit, actually. We've got... Uh, goals? Yeah, we're coming up to the end of the year and a lot of people looking at goal setting. And wasn't there a, a thing behind goal setting that you're saying that comes from the ancient Roman times a while back? No, wasn't you? No. I heard it somewhere. I heard it somewhere. The goal setting <laughs> mustn't be. Sorry. It's good but radio. Yeah, yeah. I have to look that one up. I, I, I just remembered it. I thought there was a, a reason we always wait till the first of the year to set our goals. Oh, yeah. You told us that. There was an anecdote about the 
story behind it. See, it was him. It was him. Yeah, it was him. Hundred percent. It was clearly fake news because he doesn't remember <laughs> it. So, <laughs> the, yeah. The, yeah, the old mythical reason about why they did it on the first of January. You right. had you had that story. See, it was you. Hundred percent. Thank you. Hundred percent. Cam's agreed. Can we? We've got that recorded, haven't we? Yeah. yeah it is. It is. Re- it is recorded. <laughs> that was yeah. one of my goals for twenty twenty to get Cam to agree to something that I said. So I don't agree with you. Listen, he, he agrees to <laughs> a lot of things with you, mate. Listen, every single time after the podcast, when you leave, he says, "Oh, mate, listen." He, he was very good today. You're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of shit. It's Christmas time, mate. We're giving. I'm sure he said that after we uh, had a nice meal at um, Muse the other night. <sighs> yeah, well, you know. Was it a nice meal? I think so. It was a cool meal. It was a lot of fun meal. But then Cam, in his poor form, had to try and spend like some part of the dinner making everyone feel guilty because oh, he broke down and, and couldn't run. And therefore... We, we shouldn't be penalising and because there was no run and blah, now blah, listen, blah. Listen, I want to go to the video because all I kept hearing about was people bragging about their free dinner that we were paying for and somehow that's no, been turned you, you into didn't, me. You didn't pay for. The wins paid for. No, I know, but that's what was happening at dinner. No, no, Your no. son-in-law the was the chief uh, instigator, the win, mate. The, the win. <laughs> Your future son-in-law <laughs> tapped me on the shoulder every five minutes to go, thanks again for dinner. The, the wins, for dinner. the wins paid for it, <laughs> and then everybody else paid for their share. That's right, correct, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Right. So don't say you paid for I it. I didn't say I paid for it. I'm saying uh, what was happening listen, at it's the recorded. You just said it two seconds ago, <laughs> mate. Oh. You, listen, everything's recorded, and he's going to say something else. So well, I thought it was a great deal. The win subsidised the bill. Yeah, and then we divvied up the rest. That's right. Which it was, was very bill. fair. Which I think was a very fair way to do it. I must say. I, thank I, you I no, but then, but then, don't what? say I, I paid for dinner. I didn't don't say, say I paid for dinner. <laughs> the wins paid for most of the bills. So I what? learned another lesson. Do not ever leave unless you've just won lotto. T. Lahuang in charge of the wine list <laughs> because for I, that, I, listen, I we didn't that. we didn't drink two thousand four hundred dollars worth of food. That's for sure. I'll say now. <laughs> Who picked the most expensive wine? It wasn't me. Yeah. The, last, the last bottle. $100 bottle. And it Why was he, he picked. Oh, I remember he thought he was going to get that special red and it was rubbish. No, that was you. That was his bottle. Yeah, there was a 2008 uh, or a 2006. My bottle was one of the best reds we had that night. It was $105. And we all had we had it with the steak. And yep. as soon as the steak was gone, the wine tasted yep. like yeah, uh, expensive. I learned a lesson about giving him the wine list when we went to, to um, Mrs. Wong's with a work dinner. Oh, mate, I figured we're already into it for a grand. So how much damage? So we, we gave do? Thomas Turns the wine. I'm just drinking the wine, and the the bills coming out. Of, oh, bloody hell! It's good wine though. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, a, it was, a, <laughs> it was a good wine. I love it, the wine. It was. A, I thought it was a great dinner. It, it was, was good fantastic. to be sitting there with friends, and I think um, Mark's a great guy. I, he was the good. first time I got this real respect to the twins too. Have them aside and just really... Because so, no one else wanted to sit you, here. You <laughs> were so <laughs> much fun that night, mate. You were uh, just a show on your own. There was a dinner and there was a spectacle. <laughs> so with goal setting, one of the questions you asked before today's podcast, and I thought it was very good, why is it that a lot of people go out there and set a lot of great goals but don't get them? And I thought it was a very good question, maybe worth discussing. Why do you guys think... I don't know. Is it the only thing I can really think of is two things. Number one, discipline. Is it they're not disciplined enough to follow the actions to achieve those goals? Number one. Number two, are the goals not really the goals that they want? Are they goals that they that they believe society want them to have? 
you know, go and buy the nice car, get the house on the water, mm-hmm. you know, lose weight, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And it could be a simpler goal to spend more time with the family that they want, but they think that's not the right thing. I, I don't know. Are people missing their right goals? I think you're 100% right. There are all reasons why people miss their goals, but you've got to go back to the very start of the foundation, which is potentially people aren't executing the right process in choosing their goals. There's a process you've got to go through, which is going to end up in... If you yeah. don't if you do not do the process, you're going to end up in goals that aren't obtainable or don't yeah. really mean that to you. People mean well with their goals. They mean well all the time. I yeah, um, I found with myself that it's, it's got to be real short-term for me. If I set a 12-month goal, I, I don't think I've ever hit a 12-month goal in my life, but give me a two-week goal or a two-month goal, I'm, I'm much more of a chance. But okay. there's a process to achieving all of that. Um, when you say the process, Kemi, are, are you talking about the analogy smart goals? Is it... Um, oh, partly, but I mean... Specific, I, measurable. Uh, here you go. Yeah, right. I, I think that's that's the basic one that everyone runs off, but I also know a bloke sitting at this table that's done a whole a book on goal setting that we used to get at the start of most years with all the staff. So I think there's a lot more to it than it being specific, measurable, attainable, realistic and on a time frame or tangible, depending on what your T wanted to be. And then still, even if you're doing the best smart goal in history, you've got to overcome the ego and the vanity and all that stuff that makes the goal more about looking good rather than something that actually gets you out of bed at and in that's where I'm getting. Where I think a lot of people, I believe a lot of people get caught out is they are being led by society into believing what goals mm. they should be setting rather than the goals that they want to be setting. Yeah, okay. So, but is it by society or is it by the, the leadership or by the, the peer pressure? Well, it's lack of process well, too. Well, peer pressure, leadership, well, there's all society so, around yeah, this. So all their in, in environment, some, by in, their environment. Yeah, in yeah. some offices, for example, if your goal is not about buying a house this year, they look at you weird. Right, right, right. I've had salespeople calling me and say, "Oh, my my leader's telling me that I should really uh, focus on buying a house, but I've got seven. I mean, <laughs> uh, w- w- what do you think I should do now?" And I, uh, I'm thinking oh, straight away, it's not good. their goal. So I think that smart goals not enough because in smart there is nothing that say it's what you want. Uh, there is none of that emotional baggage or deposit right. that is yours. You can't. You can never attain day in day out goals that belong to others, goals that are projected by others or b- been requested by others, and that you try to fulfill either to keep them happy, or to really be in their good books. Yeah, you have to first of all pick a goal that you really want. That is, and there's no stupid goal because if that's what you really want, that's important to you. Yeah, and I think uh, the last time I remember you going into it in depth with everybody, we were t- trying to attach our values to our goals. It was working out what our values, our, our top 10 values were first and then as, as assigning that to a goal. If you, if you, And I think it was along the lines of, and correct me if I'm wrong, if your, your number one goal's money, for example, or value is, is success, then having a goal that's attached to family isn't going to wake you up in the morning and, and vice versa. Someone whose number one goal is or value is family can't have a goal that's money related as such because it's is not going to correlate. Is that, am I close? Yeah, no, I understand. I, I think it's very good. One of my thing, because I thought about your question very carefully, and you're right, a lot of people, and me included, do set goals day in, day out, a year in, year out, that we don't reach. Like some goals we do and some goals we don't. Why don't we reach every single goal we have? I think it's because we don't change the routines. Mm. 
You know, I say to people, you can't have a different cake if you always use the same recipe. Mm. Same recipe drives to, leads to the same cake. Mm. So if you want, let's imagine my goal next year, let's imagine, it's going to be hard to imagine, but let's imagine that my goal for next year is to lose 15 kilos. <laughs> Sorry. It is, uh, listen, mate, don't you laugh because that's easier I than you having to lose 10. Okay? Bullshit. So... Or gaining IQ. <laughs> I've, I've challenged you. I've challenged you. Listen, both. I, I love make. the challenges where so. he loses and then he spends your winning and then say he paid for you. I, oh, I, I, I get that. I, I, that I'm still trying to understand. So, <sighs> so I, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm going, <laughs> and I'm going, if I woke up every morning and I go downstairs and start having my uh, donuts, and <laughs> what is it? Is that your breakfast? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? Crystal and I were eating and then, and then your three pancakes every day. Well, that's the same routine. It's not going to happen. To really get your goals, you've got to have to set routines that are going to change immediately the way that you live next year. So I think that that is one of the reasons people don't get their goals. So sometimes they, they really want that holiday for the family, Chris. They tell themselves, I am going to go to work this year and I'm going to make sure that my family is going to have that goal with me to be on the beach in Barn Bay and celebrate as a family because you can't do this for the rest of your life. So why you can now with kids that are wanting to be around you, let's do it. They go out there and they keep on doing the same thing they've done last year. Yeah. That's all. Okay. So if you want to change your environment in the future, you have to change your habits now. Yes, the, and it's usually the, the routine. routines. You know, it, I, I read this a long time ago, and it did work for me. Why didn't I like to exercise in the morning? Well, because it's too hard. Because for me to exercise, I have to walk down a set of stairs. I have to walk past the television. I have to walk past the fridge, right? I have to cross the kitchen. And then do another 25 meters to get to the treadmill. But what if in the morning when I wake up, my running shoes are right beside my bed? And I did that. And when it was right beside my bed and my feet touched that, I felt like almost obligated, I right, put them on. And now that you put them on, don't go the long way, just take the shortcut, go down the other staircase, yep. and you're on the treadmill. Yeah, That's routine. Yeah, I've lost one of my shoes, so... <laughs> Yeah, I heard, I heard that I became the next routine I had. How's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that routine working out for you now, mate? Yeah. It, I, it, it, I mean, it's Einstein's thing about trying something the same way over and over again and expecting a different result. That's insanity, right? We, if we all attack our goals the same way we attack every goal, we're going to end up in the same. I used to write them off. Oh, you know, goals aren't important. And for years working with you, you used to go, got to have goals, got to have goals. But nah. They don't inspire me. They don't. There's no point. I never get them. So I don't have them. Obviously, excuse making, because I think we were at Kickstart in the Blue Mountains, and I walked up to him and I said, "Mate, this goal setting. I haven't got any goals. I just go to work. I know I good things will come." And he said, "Bullshit." <laughs> he said, "You're the most competitive person I know. Your goal is to have a race car by the end of the year. Have a, a radical, isn't it?" Said I can get you. Said I can get you into a radical for 150 grand a year. There's your goal. And I went back to the table. I'm like, 
going to be a race car driver. going to be a race car driver. And then you and realised there's a sudden, weight limit and you thought that was out there. No, 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 mate. We're having a serious conversation. <laughs> that was a serious comment. I fitted in a radical with another human being. And they used Thank the shoe you. horn to get you in. Yeah, but the and other human probably. being couldn't breathe for the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tapping out of this conversation. If you can't take goal setting seriously, then uh, (laughs) you're destined for failure. Which leads me to really another step about goal setting. Sometimes you have to call upon the assistance of a mentor or someone that is important for your goal. Some people see you from the outside. Because, yes, no, no, someone that you feel like you owe it to them to to reach the goal. Because then it'll happen. I, I always remember... When I first set up my goal as a salesperson to taking my children back to Belgium and visit my parents. And I said to the kids, all right, dad's just put on the fridge a, a map to go back to Belgium. We all want to go back to Belgium. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you guys going to have to get 100 points. So every time that you do something out of the ordinary, like uh, beside doing your bed or helping mom with the table every day, if you do anything beyond that, We'll give you one point, one brownie point that you a sticker. And at the end of the week, we count all the stickers. And if you guys get 10, you get an extra sticker, right? And, and every week or so, we would sit down and they had to reach a certain number. And every week we sit down, we count the, the, the points. At the beginning, it was always easy to give them the points, right? So because once they start getting like that 10, 15, mate, we made it so difficult by the end to even get one. That was because I thought, I thought they're not going to get it before the... Yeah, we've, we've spoken before about yeah. leaders moving the goalposts when they start when no, I, d- I did, I did move well. the goalposts. It, yeah. it was still 100 yeah, brownie they, points. They finally got to But the brownie points became more difficult to get. Anyway, yeah, I know, mate. People moving anyway, the base. Do you think that I would allow myself to go home and not make it that quarter? Mm. When that at the end of that weekend, we were counting the points? And so by getting my children in being part of that, they kept me accountable. They kept me on that journey to, and avoid negativity, self-talk that are uh, damaging um, uh, or putting myself down or even sometimes abandoning the goal and saying mm. to myself, oh, we're going to do it next year. But right. that all ties in and knowing you, your number one value is family, yes? Yes. Yes. So your goal was a family-based goal and you invited and you involved your whole family in it. So the uh, congruity of what you were doing made sense and probably made it easier to follow. Yeah? Oh, maybe, but mate, try to not reach your goals with your kids. My, my, my children would never yeah, But again, that's family, it. yeah, but that's family. <laughs> yeah, but and you value, so you value your kid's opinion, you yeah, know what I mean, I, as part I understand, of but it, it, is more, it is more that they were my master, they were their, my judge, not, not that they were involved. Yeah, sure, they were involved in things, but they were on top of that, my judge, and feeling that they were going to be let down by having the 100 points and not, not having me paying for it, that, man, that was a totally different thing. That had nothing to do with family now. That was a fear of letting them down. Which is, well, how has that got nothing but to do no, with family? No, but here you go. Here's, here's the goal, not being family. We, you guys going to do 100 point kids and I'm going to buy myself a new Lexus. Right. That's got nothing. And uh, yeah, but, but you know, you'll be able to get into the Lexus, so it's family. No, I got a small back seat. <laughs> you no, get what it? I'm saying no, is your, no, goals, right. your goals made sense because they're around your number one value, and even not letting the kids down plays into your number one value, right? I don't know what my number one value is. It's fast cars, apparently. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's expensive Japanese fast cars. <laughs> but um, that that 
what I was saying before, when you, I remember we were trying to work out goals with um, that professional golfer I had working with us at the time. It was around yes. that time that we did that training yep. course and sitting there trying to work out. And they'd all written, we had five or six salespeople at the time and they'd all written family as their number one um, value because I think the exercise you did was write down what you think your values are and then let's go through them and match it up to what you're doing in life and see if they're really... Eulogy and, what's the other one? Eulogy values and... Resume uh, virtues and eulogy. I guess what I'm saying is or asking you is unless people are willing to cop to what really drives them, they're probably never going to set goals that are truly inspiring to them and are, are much less likely to reach them. If you're, you're setting goals based on – and I did it. When I got into sales, I'm like, oh, I've got to feed my family and I've got to do this and do that wasn't until I worked out that, no, I, I wanted a fucking big commission check and I loved the leaderboard on wall and I wanted to win that I was actually more fired up and worked a lot harder than the old line of, oh, I'm going to feed my kids and family. And and being able to admit that and then not feel bad about that because one thing that comes from if you find your true goals and your true everything, your family's going to win anyway. My family aren't losing by me getting a bigger commission check. That's right. Right. And and maybe I'm a bad person for family not being my number one value, but back then, 100 percent as a as a brand new salesperson, it wasn't. It wasn't what I was about. It took a while to admit that. I was I was doing a trying to do a training session with the team at the time at that other office about it, and I stopped halfway and I went, shit, I want to win the leaderboard. That's what I'm about. That's my goal, and then that became my my thing. So, I think as you brought up, Cam is. Those understanding your values, understanding your values first, and I didn't even think about this when I posed the question. Guide will guide you to those most important goals. Finding out your what life. you really want. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. No buying a fast car doesn't help my kids, except the kids love it. Well, if we ever get it, but um, but we'll be a, will you be a happier person around your family if well, you achieve that? That's it. And it was I mean, my wife, it was my like we all knew. I was I'd been talking about the Ram for. Two years. Yeah. It was my wife who stopped me and said, and, you know, everyone was coming to me with, don't buy a ram, you won't be able to park it, and don't buy a ram, it's too big to pull up the houses in, and don't buy a ram, because they're just stupid reasons, right? And it was my wife who stopped me and said, listen, you're not going to be happy in the ram. You know you want a fast car that you can drive like a race car. Go and get one of them. And as soon as she said it, the light bulb went off and I felt better about myself and got excited, and then I went and drove said car and couldn't wipe the smile off my face for half a day. So it'd take someone from the outside, a mentor or, or someone who can look at without... Um, was that the Radical? No, no, it was a Lexus I drove a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. But I'd been passing off for... Look, I do like the Rams and I'd been passing it off as I need a car, I need a back seat big enough to fit the kids in and I need a tray big enough to still cart stuff around in and the Hilux is awesome but because my kids are getting so big now they don't... The, the leg room in the Hilux isn't great. Sorry, Toyota. So that's how I'd been passing it off. And again, it was a thing of family first, kids sit in the back seat or buy a race car because that's what makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, I just want to say uh, an another reason I think that people don't get your, their goals is that I believe they don't set a step goals that's small enough to attain. Mm. You know, it's, it's a little bit like if you don't set a goal or a step goal, a mini goal that you're going to get straight away, you're not going to get that motivation. And that reminds me of that line that says, motivation doesn't lead to action. It's action that leads to motivation. Mm. When you do something and then you get that one thing, you go, 
oh, oh, it's working. Okay, I'll, I'll do a bit more now. And so you invest a little bit more. And that's one of the reasons people don't get their goals. They don't just do that small step and go for it, you know? I think we catch ourselves, if I can bring it back to a work sense, when we're doing the goals with our staff, it's okay. It's easy for us to sit there and talk about $150,000 quarters or $200,000 quarters and, ah, oh, mate, all you got to do is this, this and this to get it. But to someone especially who's never done it before or a new salesperson, those numbers sound astronomical. And I'd, I'd think sometimes, or personally, we do a bad job of setting incremental goals to get to that 200000 All you got to do is sell three houses a month and you'll be a... Ten billion dollar performer. Well, fuck, where do I start? Yeah, right. Yeah, and that, we, I think we can lose. Well, I've, we I mean, we I've, got a responsibility if, I've, we're, I've, if we're helping people do that. If you're going to talking about goals like quarters, listen, man. I've been working with a team uh, this one quarter, and in just this quarter, everyone in the team went over their goals. Right? What was the incremental that, goal you said? I think that there? all three of them went over the six figures in terms of goals. Right? And the only thing I did was. After the quarter started and one person started to get results, I asked them, what is it that you want? And, and, and when they told me about their numbers, I started breaking it down to in front of the whole team. And suddenly the entire team went, what? It's that easy? All you have to do is this? But then what he, they, they didn't realize is every time that a person will reach a sale or a listing sold, I would just share it with the whole team. Mate, you only have another two houses to go for. You only have to have a, get another three listing, right? But I'm not going to push you to a prospect. You're on your own now. You're over-based now. So mate, as far as I'm concerned, now you're costing me money, right? If you want to go on vacation or, or another three. And, but I did that every uh, uh, sales meeting. And suddenly these guys just smash it. They've gone through. I mean, the guy who reached the highest number, I think he's gone double on what he targeted for himself. And all of that because all I we, we went f- it was for step goals, just one more house, right? Just two more houses will do this. Just one more house will do this, rather than well, let's go for another sixteen sales. I said just just one, and when you did that, you should see it. So some of these guys already start looking at me and talking about, uh, can you be a bit tougher on me for uh, next quarter because I think I want more. Yeah, well. And all I did was <laughs> that single carrot. How do you train someone to do something? By putting the carrot right at the end of the flag or by having a carrot here and a piece of carrot there? And when they get to there, another piece of carrot here. Well, isn't that the same thing we should do with salespeople when we set their own goals? But now talking about goals, it's the same thing. Why aren't people getting the step goals? Because they don't set it. They want to go for the big goal. If they said, for example, I'm going to buy a home and I need a deposit of $60,000 in order to buy that property. They say, well, that is the property I'm going to go for in Glenhaven. It's going to be like a million dollars or one and a half and blah, blah, blah. No. What they should have said is, next month, I have to be on target for 5000 in my pocket. Right? The following month, now I want 7000 on top of it. And when they see 12 now, it's easier to see 12 towards 60 than sitting here and thinking, well, don't worry about it. I'm counting on July to make the 60. That's where people go wrong. Yeah. Step goals. So what's uh, it's along the same lines. We sit here and go, set goals and set goals that mean something to you and people just see it as a far away thing that, yeah, we'll do it. What's step one, TL? What is step one for someone who's never set a goal before? What's Where where do you start? 
where you start setting a goal or where yeah, you start from set, when no, you have a goal? To set a goal because it's all right having a goal and going, oh, I want to buy a race car. Yeah. But unless we follow the process properly, it's probably not a real goal or you're going to obtain it. We're, and someone who's never done goal setting before, you know, people are lucky. They come into our network and we talk about stuff like goals. That doesn't happen. And, oh, yeah, I've got a goal to buy seven seven houses. That just seems like pie-in-the-sky stuff to people coming in until yeah, they realise yeah. they can do it, doesn't it? Yeah. What's step one? The 20-year-old who's never been talked about goal setting in their life before. You need, you need to find out what drives you. Do some How people, do they do that? Some, no, no, they, that they're going to have to think. What drives me? Some people are driven to work for a goal. Some people are driven to pay for a goal. I was going to ask you this. Yes. So there, there are people, for example... My young son, Alex, working and, and, and budgeting towards a goal, mate, don't even talk to him about it. Who cares? But if he bought a house today, he's going to pay for that house. You get it? So he belongs to that group of, get it and pay I'll for get it. it and I'll pay for it. I'll work for it because he'll, he'll never lose it. So in the end, you have to find out, and, and that's the first step, what style, what style of person are you? What kind of driving nature are you built for? Are you built for Formula One? Are you built for rally driving? Both drivers are amazing drivers. But you put a rally driver as a Formula One guy, he won't make it like, you know, if you put Lewis Hamilton uh, against the best rally drivers, he'll, he'll kill himself. I'm for dodge him car drivers. Betting. So what's a question someone can <laughs> ask himself then to work out whether they're Formula One or rally? No, then you need to sit down and have a look. What, what kind of person am I? Am I a person that gets things first and then pay him back? Or am I that kind of person that Wants can the cash work? in the bank to buy it, yeah. yeah. Right. Once you no have that, cards. you can start. What yeah. if you're both? <laughs> <laughs> Don't have credit cards because that's responsible, but fuck, if I have one, I'd spend up. <laughs> for example, it's, it's, it's seriously bad for me to say it, but I'm the kind of guy that needs to spend it first and then I'll go to work for it. Once I've spent it and I go, oh, gee, I have to pay that? Or, or, well, yeah. now nah, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. Have the bill hanging over your head. Yeah. I got congratulated once by a... Um, a father of someone working for me because I bullied him into buying a car and <laughs> spent all his money. Went smart, smart business owner that because now he's got to go to work, but it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, I think you're the same. Fear is going to drive you. For I someone. reckon you're the same. Oh, yeah, you're the kind of guy I need well, to push you into ways. a house, a nice car. I reckon forget the Lexus. I reckon you need to get a Ferrari. Mate, don't worry, that and you need to <laughs> that, the, the Lexus. No, mate. Full disclosure, the Lexus is going to cost me an extra $70 a week and it's scaring the shit out of me. So you think I'm not going to work for – you think I'm not going to go to work? I think that that's, like, not, that's not a good goal. I no, I haven't, you, I haven't I said you, it as a goal. I think you need a Lexus that's going to cost you an extra $700 a week. <laughs> 70 uh, what is that? The, the, the Lexus isn't a goal, it's a reward. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's what loses – uh, use as an excuse no, the word reward do you actually give your children a, I, a I think my goal is to, i think medal? my goal is to get us into a bigger house but i spend every dollar we've got and then some by making stupid <laughs> bets and buying cars so <laughs> clearly clearly my goal is not to get us into a bigger house so that's yeah but what about getting the bigger house and then pay for it <laughs> It's not a goal. Just get a big house. Got to go to work. Got to go to work. Uh, <laughs> Got to go to work. <laughs> so maybe his uh, hidden goal is not to work more or not to work harder. Mm. Oh No, I've been open about that on here before. My whole goal in life is to work by choice, not by necessity. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
live a yeah. life by design. But sometimes if you feel, I, I think maybe as a as a, a cattle prod, sometimes the best thing you can do is go out and buy something you Get probably should a bit of debt, absolutely. Because mate. then you you got to go. you, you got to go. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. That's a healthy way to live. It's, We've talked listen, before there's about no what healthy. What do you mean? Like, like you, you lose no, healthy. No, what I mean is, mate, No, what I mean is, what works for you if to get your goals? It works for you. Do you know that We've some people never get their phone disconnected? They can't get anything in life all year long, but their phone is never disconnected. Their mobile phone is always on. It's always paid. The, every time they get the bill, they might be a bit late, but it's always paid before Telstra goes, we're going to disconnect it. How funny is that? Mm. What if they just replace it to go? So don't tell me people can't get their gold. The thing is no, that it's not it. a must. And that's where Anthony Robbins said it very well. He said when should becomes a must, people will do it. What I was saying was I don't know if putting yourself under the stress of debt is a healthy way of achieving your goals. It is healthy for you. It's stress. It's healthy for We've you. Talk no, you before about what dry, and, You and wouldn't be drinking three bottles. You'd probably have a glass and go back to work. <laughs> People say, no, work I think there's by, a difference between stress necessity. and drive, though. I think there's a difference between no, stress and drive. The, using what drives you. I don't know if debt's a healthy thing to drive you, just like I don't think proving someone wrong is a healthy... It'll last you so long. I, I, thought, I, would th I thought it was a, I your hobby, hate, your passion. Yeah, a, hate is a, is a driver for so long, but at some point that fire is going to fizzle out, and then what do you got But left? it's not hate. No, 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 it's not true, mate. I I still remember in um, You're the one who told me 2004 when I had... Um, you told me that! No, 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 I'm sorry. It's uh, 1994 when I had debts. And I had people calling Veronique and trying to repossess our car in 1994. And she was pregnant with Alexander. And man, just knowing that there were debt collectors calling me trying to find out where my car was so they can come and repossess it. Man... Do you think I, I had the time to s sit down and have a lunch and have a cup of coffee? I had to go to work. Mm. Every time I had five minutes, I get onto a phone call because mm. that phone call could, could be the, the, the next one to, to the next lot of commission. I, I, did it make me sick? No. It drove me because I wanted to make sure I got rid of that. So I think in the end, it's how we look at it. Some people look at that and say, hey, I thank someone for giving me money and asking me to repay after because I got to enjoy the asset that I got. Then you have someone who's negative who has got $60,000 in the bank on their way to the 80000 and say to themselves, I cannot believe that I have sacrificed my life and put myself through this shit in order to just have a deposit for a home. So one's got 60,000 is, is looking at life as in a negative way mm. and the other one just got a debt collectors but they're saying to himself, mate, I'm experiencing life, I'm living it. Mm. Sorry, it's how you look at it. Yeah, I, I was in the same boat when I started real estate. You know this, so I couldn't get a phone contract because I was that broke. And what did, I fucking went to work. So I'm not saying it's not a good driver and a way of achieving your goals, but did it add years to your life or take no, away from No, no, it's not that. What, what I'm trying to say is how you look at things kills your life or improves your life. If you look at something as an opportunity and somebody else look at that same thing and see it as a threat, the person who looks at it as a threat, that's going to affect their life, but the, the person who's looking at it as an opportunity, that's going to improve their life. It's so it all boils down to how are we looking at that same position, a threat or an opportunity. 
I'm going to get a $3 million mortgage. I don't know about you, but we're on. <laughs> I think you should. I think for the moment you are on first gear. And seriously, I'm, uh, that's why I'm scared with you with the Lexus. I think you're going to be on first gear. I'm going to be walking alongside you and talking to you. And I'll... <laughs> <laughs> And you know, and every uh, single time I'm going to slow you down by saying, Re remember, mate, it's $70 a week <laughs> extra. Is it the four drive? I can't see you fitting. It's a top. racing car, mate. He's getting it. car, mate. And I had someone in the passenger seat who had a similar effect to me in your Porsche when I was in your passenger seat, mate. Oh, that's, well, yeah. that's what well, sealed that's the deal. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make people sick. <laughs> so what about those people who... They've set goals in the past, yeah, and they haven't achieved them. So now they go, why bother? Yes, that's a good one, isn't it? Those people are the ones that um, that actually are the people who had a girlfriend. It didn't work out, so now they're turning gay because uh, <laughs> girls don't work. <laughs> that didn't work out. Come on, man! If you set goals and you didn't get it, could it be that maybe something went wrong? Could it be that maybe somewhere along the way, maybe even though you started with a goal you badly wanted it, the process wasn't right? So all you have to do is to just change the process. Right. They've got to be part of part of a good... Well, actually, I was probably about to speak out of my ass then. I was about to say you've got to be flexible with it, but I had goals for the business at the start of the year, and when we got shut down for six weeks in March, those, those goals... Had to be adjusted yeah. to suit. What's delayed but is not denied, right? So, but, but that you got to be. But is it God's denial? God's no, no. God's delay, God's delay is not God's, God's, God's denial. denial. Well, the yeah. other part is you probably haven't set them properly or had the process set properly. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people, mate. I'm one of them. Yeah, you know, if you're not surrounded by people who are of the same mindset, and that comes back to association too. If you're trying to set a goal and you're not surrounded by the right people, you you're gonna have to be a bloody strong. That's that's why what, I, that's what? why mate between between yeah. mates. I just want to let you know now. I don't know who is hanging around you, but that PC Lexus that you're going for is weak. Environment okay. will always <laughs> overcome I, I, will. I, I I think I wanted the Ram. I think that I you wanted could the get, Ram. The I Ram had a V eight, five point eight liter Hemi in it. No, I think you could get something way way better than that because what you're about to get is just seventy dollars a week extra. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's all right. You just drank today. You know he's sending you two weeks of the Lexus, right? mate. Can you call the White Angel, mate, and see what? Uh, what you know, I don't need to call the White Angel, the, mate. That's <laughs> your White Angel, mate. I, I've got already enough difficulty dealing with my White Angel. <laughs> <laughs> There's more factors at play, but it's probably an important taken away from what I think is a pretty important point. If you are surrounded by people who are going to sabotage your goals on your behalf for fear of you actually succeeding, you're not going to succeed. Well, you you're should not have those people succeed. around you to start with. Yeah, but people do, mate. I, I take it to the person but who's setting goals. But why would they do that, you reckon? It's, it's crazy. Why would they do people that? People who are setting um, goals for the first time ever, I go back to my question, what's the first step? And part of it is understanding where you are and the environment you're in. We had this talk about a footy player once and I thought environment will always overcome will. We've had that conversation. It doesn't matter how good you set the goal and it doesn't matter how strong-minded you are. If you're surrounded by the wrong people, I'm sorry, you but it's, you hang around. it's yeah. not going to happen. So, so who, are you, who are you hanging around to drive Lexus now? <laughs> Mate, I'm happy to race, yeah. You've got, got rich friends now. You've got rich friends Five-minute head start up the gorge. We'll see. <laughs> 
She had that five minute head start and a hundred meter race. Betcha. Oh. <laughs> Charlotte hey, and I spoke yesterday. We're actually still going to do the race, but it's going to be friendly, and you no, aren't, aren't going to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> because she, what a loser. What she's, a trained, loser. she's trained too hard for for it to go to waste, and my calf's feeling good. So, well, you can have the whole cow. Forget the so calf. Are you, are you saying now that your ego you won't let us be is uh, getting in uh, in check now? Is it? I'm working really hard on it. I'm yeah. still having so many moments. You know what the shit thing is when you're aware of something? You spend half the day punching yourself in the jaw because you know exactly what you're doing. When you're in that, when I'm you're just in that, timing it for the next one. When I you're in that, a few bottles in. I'm just timing the next. You know bit. how to do it. I, I, I've learned from you, mate. I've learned from when you. When you're in that transition phase of being completely unaware of your faults to being aware of them, but not being able to stop them, you just tend to spend the whole time punching yourself in the chin because <laughs> you fucking did it again. You did it again. You did. <laughs> So my chin sore at the moment. <laughs> Don't worry, because since leadership, there's been a lot. Of fun so would would that be right for someone like me to say that uh, your goal to strengthen your ego is actually working, and uh, <laughs> and and you get to accomplish it year in year nah, out? You know what? I wish my ego was less and my self esteem was more. That's what I wish. No, but you, but, but your ego is rich. But I don't know how you do that in a goal-setting sense. You know, We want to be positive, right? But I'm thinking, what's a goal for next year? My goal would be to get off level one leadership. But then am I just being a fucking negative by saying I'm a What do you mean? You, you mean no, I don't think that you're negative. I think that you're very positive to think that you're on level one leadership. <laughs> 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 I thought, oh, you had me get all the uh, He's going to give him level two, <laughs> level 1.5. <laughs> 100%. He's going to create a new level, 0.5, <laughs> something like that. But... That was good. And it, this, this sort of thing, the step process to the goals, achieving your goals, is if you want to take that next step and you like reading, mate, if those mornings, you know, get up and start reading those, the, read read the manuals, whatever it may be. I don't know, but there's those steps to achieve it's, those it's goals. Probably, probably a good point that we've uncovered by accident is you're not going to be able to set a goal properly unless you're fully aware of or accepting of where you're at. Right, there's no point setting a goal of being a yeah, formula. What kind of person you are? Well, you. there's no point setting a goal of being a Formula One driver in the next twelve months if you've never driven a go kart. You know what I, I mean? I thought like, before we, to be there, you need to be crit a critical thinker and be be more self analytical than a lot of other people to be able to achieve real. Yeah, goals. and one of the things that we did also at the seminar, which is self observation. Yeah. I mean, when you need to observe yourself until you observe yourself. You don't. How do you work something you don't know how it works? For me, a big thing is I'm comfortable. And I, I'm now starting to become uncomfortable with my comfortability. They might, that, that makes sense. Do you think you've been using I'm comfortable as a bullshit excuse? Potentially. potentially. I'm asking the question. No, no, potentially. We're, we're talking about awareness. So, Anyway, one, one of my uh, next things about uh, goal setting, if you, the reason why it doesn't work is that people don't reward themselves as they reach a step goal. So it's one thing to reach a step goal. You have to reward it. You have to send a message to your brain that, hey, this is something we like. You know, they, they, they train puppy by giving them a, a treat. treat. Every single little, little things that they do. Do you know that? And we don't even give ourselves a treat for reaching the step goals. Yeah. Now, I used to, when I started, and it was you that taught me to do it, but I, I used to set aside a certain part of my commission check was called the piss it up against the wall fund and whatever I made, certain it was a percentage base, so I'd change. I could spend on whatever that you wanted. The first commission check was a TV and the second one was the tag. I still wear the, the watch. And when I stopped doing it, some of the joy went out of it. Yeah. Some of the joy of making or writing 
massive amounts of commission yeah, went I no, out. I, I noticed that. I remember all that. You were more or less looking forward to that than the uh, than the business, you know. And mate, you have to do that. Do you feel when you put the tag on, you relive that, and you go and I worked for that, and you it's a little bit more of that self esteem boost. It was at the time. It's, uh, it's, now, now though, the goals now. the goals have gotten a lot bigger since. So that that tag was and it was back when. I think it was my second quarter, and I said to myself, if I pass 125,000, which at the time we were averaging comms of 14 grand, so I said, if I if I pass 125,000 dollars, I'm spending five grand on a watch, and um, I did it. I think I hit 140 in my second quarter, and and that was a you know, a chest puffing exercise. You know, the the first com check I got a 1300 dollar TV, which is still hanging on the wall. And and since then, and, and and you know, since opening the business, we've stopped doing that. We've stopped rewarding ourselves, and it, it does take depending on what drives you. Yeah. But um, mate, I love material things. I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it's it. It's that mate. that hidden part of me that's a bit of an influencer that loves. I love toys, and I love being able to spend money. Like I was an idiot for doing it, but the day I could walk into Toyota and put down fifteen thousand dollars to buy my wife a car as a deposit. Just cash, just cash. Like that was, oh, I was king of the fucking world, mate. King mm-hmm, of the world. Mm-hmm. And that's, you've got to do it. If you're going to drive so hard to achieve something and not reward yourself, your brain will quickly stop letting you drive so hard to achieve things because yep. there is actually no reward in a chemical sense, in a physiological sense I'm, I'm talking about now. Yes, you you might have lost the weight so you're healthy or yes, you you might be able to, whatever the goal is, achieve something with it but unless you give yourself a specific pat on the back and name it something cool like a piss it up against the wall for, as a bloke nothing better than going and pissing <laughs> go and piss some money up against the wall so number one would be self-aware number two we've got to have the goals and have a stepped process through those goals number three we've got to reward ourselves ah yeah there was nearly three s's there i thought you were going to go for the triple s we're going to reward ourselves be selfish well, reward yourself, reward yourself. Yeah, be selfish, be reward self- yourself. But selfish that reward, reward for some people will be a trip away with a family. So, they again, that's selfish. Nah, reward yourself, right? Because if, like, take my com checks, for example. There was a percentage sent away where I could piss money up against the wall, but it was a percentage. The rest of the money is helping the family. Yeah. The rest of that money bought a house and a couple of cars and did all those things that we've got. But reward yourself because then still you're only ever doing it for other people. And I still think that would wear thin after it's like the pretending that your okay. family's your goal right so be self-aware have a stepped goals you know have steps to your goals know your steps to achieve your goals be selfish be selfish what would be it. the number four do you reckon you'll be forward to have the, and i think you mentioned it mentioned it before was would it be to have a someone to hold you accountable yeah. have a mentor or have an yeah. accountability partner yeah have someone assess them from the outside looking in and someone's going to tell you how it is oh. and well, you, wrap it. if we go to tl and go oh my goal is to do this he's going to tell you fucking idiot or, or you've not been strong enough or you're not buying an expensive enough car or that isn't you or you need people like that in your life and they, they should be our partners and they should be our, our wives and, and like my example with the car yeah know, crystal did a fucking perfect job of actually however how can you be proud of 70 dollars extra <laughs> You do it in total. No, he's not. Because I can't. Fuck it. Thanks, boys. Good talking to you. Fucking.